the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When it comes to the Eighth Commandment, thou shalt not steal, we tend to think of it as an exclusionary commandment whereby we are to avoid taking what is not ours. But this also involves cheating and scheming, conniving, tithing, robbing from God. These are issues we will focus on today as we close the week out here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno. Won't you join us? We pick up where we left off yesterday, getting a few indications and ideas as to just exactly what stealing is. And it is pretty broad as we work our way through this text today. Let's catch up with Pastor Leighton now for today's broadcast of study verse by verse. If you take a 20-minute coffee break when the agreement calls for 10 minutes, that's stealing. If you arrive late or leave early without consent or just cause, that's stealing. Now, some might say, well, I'm not stealing money or merchandise, so what's the problem with fudging a little on the time? The problem is that time has value. Benjamin Franklin said, time is money. So if you're stealing time, you're stealing money. Let's see if we can illustrate this on a a personal level. If someone goes into your wallet or purse and takes money out of it without your consent, what are they stealing? Well, they're stealing your money, right? But they're also stealing your time. How did you get the money? By trading your time. In your employment, you make an arrangement with your employer, I'm going to trade this number of hours for this amount of money. So when somebody steals your money, they are also stealing your time. Now, Benjamin Franklin also said, Dost thou love life? Then waste not time. For time is the stuff that life is made of. And what wise Mr. Franklin was saying is that time is the measurement of life. That life is measured in time. And when someone steals time, they're also stealing a portion of another person's life. Now, property in our culture is valued, the value is measured in money. So if someone steals property, they're stealing money. And if they're stealing money, they're stealing time. And if they're stealing time, they're stealing a portion of someone else's life. Don't steal time. Don't kill time. If you're paid to work for 40 hours, then put in an honest 40 hours of labor. Third way that stealing is often conducted in our society today is by delaying payments. God says in Leviticus 19.13, do not hold back the wages of a hired man overnight. Now, in that culture, at that time, workers were paid daily at the end of the day. 
That was the standard business practice of the day. And in effect, God was saying, don't make late payments. Now, the business practices of our day are different, but every business agreement has a payment deadline either expressed or implied. When you go to the corner market to buy some groceries, the payment is payable immediately. If you're purchasing through a credit card company, then the payment is payable on a given day of the month. The point is, make your payments on time. Don't make late payments. Keep your agreements. Another common way that stealing takes place is defaulting on loans. Psalms 37:21 says, "The wicked borrow and do not repay." What kind of person? The wicked, right? 1 Corinthians 6 says, The wicked do not inherit the kingdom of heaven. The wicked borrow and do not repay. If you borrow something, make sure that you give it back. If you borrow someone's garden tools, make sure that you give it back. It doesn't matter how small or how large the article is. If you borrow someone's ski equipment, make sure that you give it back. Whatever you borrow, make sure that you give it back. Don't take out a loan without the intention of paying it back. And the worst kind of loans to make is to family and friends. You might consider just giving them whatever it is that they're asking to borrow with no expectation of it being returned. Another way that's common is defrauding or deceiving the government. That's stealing as well. Romans 13, 6 says... This is also why you pay taxes for the authorities or God's servants who are giving their full time to governing. Give everyone what you owe him. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. Now, there's no reason why you should overpay on taxes. A legal strategy for minimizing taxes is good stewardship. On the other hand, tax evasion, that is, not paying what you rightfully owe, is illegal. And even more importantly, it's stealing, according to God's word. Now, there might be some who say, well, some of the taxes are unconstitutional. And to that, I say there are proper ways of challenging or contesting what you think are illegitimate taxes. However, wisdom dictates that you should choose your battles. And Jesus himself models this. There's a story told of Jesus and Peter in Matthew chapter 17. And in that story, Peter is approached by one of the temple tax collectors and said, Do you and your master not pay the temple tax, the two drachma tax? And so Peter went to Jesus to figure out how to respond to this. And Jesus gave a short but succinct legal uh, argument, the conclusion of which, the summary of which was, no, we don't owe this tax. After Jesus had taken the time to say, in effect, we do not owe this tax, Jesus said, but so that we may not offend them, and then he gave instructions to Peter to go fishing, throw his line in the lake. Jesus said, the first fish that you catch, open its mouth, and you'll find a four drachma coin in Take it to the temple and pay the two drachma tax on you and the two drachma tax on me. 
So Jesus said, no, we don't owe this tax, but so that we don't offend them, go ahead and pay it anyway. Jesus was modeling, choose your battles wisely. Now, another way that we steal is by defrauding the Lord. There's a passage of Scripture in Malachi chapter 3 where God speaks through His prophet, saying, I, the Lord, do not change. Will a man rob God? And yet you rob me. But you ask, how do we rob you? And then God gives the answer. In tithes and offerings, you are under a curse because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. And the storehouse was a reference to the place of worship. Tithe means tenth and was used as a measure of what was to be brought to God in worship. Everything that we produce ultimately comes from God. Now, some might say, hey, I worked hard for that. And yes, you did. But who is it that gave you the strength to work hard? Who is it that gave you the health to work? Who is it that gave you the mind to be able to accomplish the task? You see, the source of life is God. Everything we produce in life has God as its ultimate source. Without God, we could accomplish nothing. In effect, God leases us life and charges us 10%. Now, he could have charged more. He could have charged 20% or 30% or 50%. He could have charged 99%. Who's going to argue with God? But God says, I want 10%. And not just any 10%. God wants the first fruits. He wants his 10% first. Before anyone else gets their percentage, God wants his 10%. Now, the very first issue between brothers, that is Cain and Abel, was over bringing an offering to the Lord. Worshiping the Lord with tithes and offerings is from the very beginning of mankind, and it predates the giving of the law. If someone says that we're no longer under the law and therefore are not obligated to bring tithes and offerings... They expose their lack of understanding. You see, the law was given through Moses 400 years after Abraham brought an offering to the Lord through Melchizedek, and many centuries after Abel brought his offering to the Lord. Worshiping the Lord through tithes and offerings has occurred throughout the history of mankind, beginning with the very first generation. Giving to God through tithes and offerings predates the giving of the law. God says through his prophet, withhold from God and you're under a curse, but give and you will be blessed. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. God wants to bless us with so much that we won't even be able to manage what he blesses us with. Now, why should we be honest? Why should we be people of integrity? Well, let me suggest four reasons. First reason, we are being watched by God. Job 34, 21 speaks of God saying, His eyes are on the ways of men. He sees their every step. Now, if you think that you can steal and not get caught or prosecuted, uh, ultimately you will stand in judgment before God. 
You may be able to fool the shopkeeper. You may be able to fool the policeman. You may be able to fool the judge. But you're not going to be able to fool God, to whom we must give an account. We are being watched by God. A second reason why we should be people of integrity is that we reap what we sow. Galatians 6, 7 says, Do not be deceived, God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Well, there is the positive side of obeying this Eighth Commandment. Thou shalt not steal. It encompasses so much more than grabbing what's not ours. If you would like to review today's program, we invite you to visit our website, highlands.us. You can review the program there or any past program. You can also get information about Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, who we are, where we meet, service times, directions. Again, highlands.us. Trust maybe we'll see you here this weekend. And then, for sure, back here on Monday for another broadcast of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.